0: Hi guys, and welcome back to the Juliaism podcast. I'm your host, Julia Mariano, and today we are going to talk about self-care practices in times of mental struggle because it feels fitting as we go into the winter and fall months with the colder weather approaching. I feel myself slipping into a little bit of a funk, so we're trying to reverse that, which is exactly what I did today, which sparked the idea for today's episode. First, I wanted to start off with some updates. So today is Monday, October 16th, as I'm recording this at exactly 3.30 p.m. Um, I just came back from a trip to North Carolina to visit my sister, Alana. She attends NC State. She's a senior And I had actually never been there before this trip. I had just never gotten the chance to whenever my family did. It was either during times of COVID or when I was at school or when I was on orientation for work. So I wasn't able to change my schedule. So I finally booked the trip and got to see her campus, got to see her meet some of her friends. And it was really fun. I got back last night. I landed in Boston at around 11 p.m and tomorrow i work and wednesday i work day shift so that's kind of where i'm at um The week before this weekend, I felt myself really slipping into a not-so-great mental place. This could be due to the weather because I am really affected by the seasons, but I also just felt like I was getting into a bit of a funk with my mental health. Um, So the trip helped me to snap out of the funk for a minute, but I'm trying really hard not to fall back into it today. Hence, this is where the episode idea came from. I've quite literally done almost all of these tactics that I'm about to explain today to help me feel my best. Um, but first, I wanted to do Pit and peek before we get into the meat of the episode. So my peak was most certainly surprising my sister and actually surprising her without her finding out beforehand. When we were little girls, we always used to find out whenever we were being surprised, whether it was by my grandma or my aunt, we would always somehow find out the surprises beforehand. So I was really impressed with myself. I was able to pull it off with the help of her boyfriend, Kevin. Shout out, Kevin. You're definitely not listening, but um, it was really helpful to have you. <laughs> and the pit of the week previous was just the funk i described not feeling my best mentally not feeling kind of down not feeling 100 and that brings me into this topic so i have struggled with my mental health for about Three years now. The first COVID summer was when I was diagnosed with major depression, generalized anxiety disorder, and officially diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD, even though I had been informally diagnosed by just a PCP in high school, but these diagnoses were from a psychiatrist. Since then, I have been working really, really hard to keep myself afloat, to keep myself um, feeling my best. I do therapy once a week. I have a psychiatrist who I speak to very often, um, but this advice I'm going to share is not replacing the advice of these licensed professionals. Please seek real help from a therapist, from a psychiatrist, from a doctor if you feel as though you need to medications and therapy and psychiatrists are not the enemy. Trust me, they're actually super necessary in some cases. Sometimes you just need a little extra support and they are here to help you. I'm here to help you. So here's my list of things I do to help myself feel better mentally. First, Move my body. So, recently I've been obsessed with walking and running has honestly sucked, so I've just been doing a ton of walks. The act of getting outside or even just going to a gym and sweating, even a tiny, tiny bit from a walk, releases so many endorphins that are super necessary, especially as it gets colder out. I'm trying to soak up all the time outside I can get, and I'm trying to release as many endorphins as I can get. So, That's why I've been obsessed with walking. Today, I ran a tiny bit and then I walked like three and a half miles just around the city and I came home, showered, feel amazing. Next, fuel yourself with foods that feel good. So I feel like when you're in a funk, you just want to eat junk or not eat at all when you don't feel your best, but that's likely not going to make yourself feel good Instead, I'd recommend a compromise. So my therapist tells me to start the day with a meal that makes me feel good. So usually for me, it's a healthy, nutritious breakfast, which is yogurt and granola and fruit or the Vans gluten-free waffles that I eat almost every single day. And then if you have a quote-unquote unhealthy or not so nutritious meal, you still have the nutrients in your body from the previous meal and then the serotonin from the meal that you really wanted to eat. This past weekend when I was away, I ate a lot of foods that were great for the soul. I ate a bacon-wrapped burrito, a huge homemade ice cream and a waffle cone, Krispy Kreme donuts, and you name it, I ate... I ate it this weekend seriously but those foods didn't necessarily make me feel my best so today i started the day with my waffles that i always have i had some bloom greens and element electrolytes in a little cocktail i made and then for lunch i had chicken salad with some almond crackers and these are things i enjoy but also are going to fuel my body and brain properly so helps me feel my best in general That being said, the next thing is treating myself to things that spark joy. Um, For example, today I bought myself three bouquets of flowers from Trader Joe's and made myself an arrangement of those because I had been meaning to for a while, but kept putting it off because it wasn't quote-unquote necessary, but today it was. um, I woke up nervous nervous and anxious and scared i was going to fall back into the funk so i needed something to look at in my room that sparked joy and these flowers i'm literally staring at them currently are so pretty and actually are such a joy sparker even if it's just for the 10 seconds after looking at them it's something that sparks joy in my brain throughout the day throughout the next week while i get to look at them so that is always nice Don't let yourself go too crazy spending money to treat yourself though. I definitely need to work on this, but today I feel like I've done a good job. So I compromised, I bought the flowers, but I almost treated myself to a blue bottle coffee. But then I remembered that those are like $8 and I like the coffee, I make at home better than that. So I walked right by the Blue Bottle, right by the Pavement Coffee House, right by the Starbucks. I didn't walk by a Dunkin'. I probably would have went in if it was a Dunkin', to be honest, but I made my coffee at home and that totally counts as a win for today in my book. It almost boosts your self-esteem knowing that I had the self-control, if that makes sense, to not spend the money. Um, It sounds small, but all of this stuff really adds up. Next is take an everything shower. So an everything shower, I'm sure you already know what this is, but if you don't, it's where you do all the things that you sometimes put off, like shaving, exfoliating, hair masks, whatever it is that you usually don't do because it takes too much time or effort, you do. You come out of that shower feeling reborn, ready to conquer whatever is thrown at you. A shower, even not an everything shower, like a regular shower, always serves as a mental reset for me. Once I come out of the shower clean, I legit feel like I rinsed away the sadness or anxious feelings for a little bit. Um, It's probably my number one coping strategy, even though it's not a traditional one. I swear to God, whenever I am upset or crying, the first thing I do is take a shower to get myself out of that mood. Next is changing your sheets. You just feel like an elite productive adult when you do this, and that's really all there is to it. I don't really have that much else to say about it. Just do it if you've been putting it off. Your sleep will be so much nicer, okay? Do the chore that you've been putting off, but it will only take you like an hour to do so. So, for some, it's changing the sheets. For me, I like to have an empty laundry basket whenever I can. I just don't like to look at my laundry basket filled with clothes. So, I'm constantly doing laundry to make my space and laundry basket feel less cluttered, which in turn makes my mind feel less cluttered. Today, I've already done two loads of laundry and I'm about to do two more just to be sure that there is no clutter in my basket, less clutter in my mind journaling out the feelings. So I haven't been the best with this one, but I'm really working on it. I like the five-minute journal because it starts and ends your day on the right foot by talking about the things you're grateful for. Um, And you also list like what would make today great and then what happened today? What did you learn today? And I just feel like it's really a good way to start getting into journaling if you struggle with just opening a blank page and like pouring your heart out. It's a good way to get into it. It's also a good way to reflect on your day and to start your day off good so I've been doing that I haven't done that today maybe I'll do it now even though you're supposed to do it right when you wake up Um, but like I said I haven't been the best with journaling so I'm working on it I used to be really good at journaling every day I did um, what is that called what is that called the, the morning morning pages yes morning pages when i set a timer for 10 minutes every single day in the morning senior year of college and i journaled it usually ended up being like two and a half pages it felt so good but i just haven't been doing it recently because it's tough with work but That's another idea if you think that would help you. It's really fun to see what you actually write about. Like you have no idea some of the thoughts that you actually have until you have 10 minutes to write, you know, and you're like, what do I write about? No, No, you shock yourself with what you write about. You have something to write about. I swear, I swear. Second to last is spending time with family or friends or pets who make you happy. So like I said, I spent the past weekend with my sister, her boyfriend, and Pat actually came with me to North Carolina. All of those people who I love very much. And before this weekend, I went home for the night to spend time with my family and my dogs. Both of these trips were necessary for my mental health. Being with other people or other like living things like dogs or pets, whatever, takes the attention off of you in your mind and puts your focus on something outside of yourself. So instead of sitting in my room alone, going to bed alone, I was, for example, going to bed at home, surrounded by my dogs, thinking about my dogs. I wasn't thinking about the thoughts that usually would make me anxious or sad the last tip here I have is get good sleep so I am the queen of pulling a grandma and going to bed at literally 8 30 p.m and it makes me feel so much better waking up in the morning not exhausted it was so hard for me to stay up you guys this weekend on the college girl schedule my sister is much more fun than me she stays up much later than me so I had to kind of practice that this weekend but Like I said, we're getting back into my self-care practices today. I went to bed at midnight last night just because of when I got home, but I promise you I will be going to bed at 8.30 p.m. tonight. If you can't go to bed that early, just try to have the best sleep possible by having good sleep hygiene. So this is the routine you do before you fall asleep to help you have a good sleep. For me, it's having clean sheets like I mentioned before, brushing my teeth, doing my nighttime skincare routine, turning on a fan or white noise machine, and then putting on a fresh set of PJs. I like to feel clean and calm when I get into bed. This routine kind of shifts my brain from day mode, all the anxious thoughts, all the crazy thoughts, whatever happened at work, anything like that shifts my brain into sleep mode and makes it easier for me to fall asleep and therefore have a good sleep. So I know that was sort of a shorter episode, but I feel like you can take at least one of these tips and maybe have a better day mentally. I really hope you can. And that's really all I have for you guys. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening.